0: Hi, beautiful friends. Welcome back to Faith Fueled Woman. I'm your host, Kristen, and I am so glad that you've joined me today. We are going to dive into love and how loving people well is what we're called to do. And we are going to talk about how love is an action. It is actually an action verb. What does that mean? Well, that's what we're going to get into today. And we're going to look at the example that Jesus gave us when he walked the earth and how he loves us today as well. and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal and your pen and let's be encouraged. All right, all right. Let's dive right into loving people well. That's what we're called to do. It is one of the biggest commands. And, you know, basically love is an action. What does that mean? It means we're doing. We're doing something, right? There's something's happening. And I would say it's even an action verb. What does that mean? It means what a person or thing does, right? So there's a change. And I would challenge us to say when we love people, when we love other people, there's transformation that happens. What am I talking about? I mean, we transform hearts, we can transform lives, transform souls. I'd even say transform eternity because each interaction that person has where they experience Jesus. Through us, to experience that kind of love, I think that is changing eternity because it's pointing them towards Jesus. And it's changing legacy, right? Because over time, the more we love, the more we are love and the act of love on this earth, we are changing not only the person's lives that we're touching, that we're loving, but eventually the lives they change and the impact it has on the other people they touch. So this is huge. This is the big thing, right? It's to love people. It's to love people like Jesus did. And so first I'm going to start off with, let's see. I want to start off with sharing this uh, scripture with you. It is, it's 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. And it says, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanking cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver upon my body to be burned, but I have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. And, you know, I think that this verse speaks volumes because it says it's not only about the gifts we're given, it's not about our faith, our ability to make, you know, mountains move, if you will. It's not even about us giving everything up, right? Giving, being charitable. It goes so much beyond that because at the end of the day, it's about love. And I want to share an excerpt with you from Jen Hatmaker's book, Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire, that really spoke to me when I was uh, kind of doing some quick preparation for today's episode. And here's what she says. Jesus is good. He is love and love alone. He is for us, never against us. He fixed the broken space between us and God. He was the greatest living human. And Then she has in brackets, he slayed humanity and lives to intercede eternally for us still. I believe that in him is life. I'll never believe anything else, anything less. He doesn't subscribe to our human hierarchies and systems of power, no matter what powerful people say. Jesus loved women and children and sick people, and irrationally, Roman leaders oppressing his people. No one could tell Jesus crap about who he was supposed to honor or in dishonor. His grace, known. Knew no bounds, which people loved and hated, and ultimately killed him for. But Jesus didn't care because he just came back alive and saved the world. Just love the example that Jen Hatmaker gives in that passage about how Jesus loves and how he showed up in the world. Right, super clear on his mission in that he was going to honor all people. He was going to love all people. It doesn't mean that he agreed with. What everyone did. That's not the point. He showed up in love, even towards his enemies. And in 1 John 3 18, it says, Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Oh, now don't get me wrong. Of course, you know, loving people with our words, with God's word, is a great thing. But that isn't love in action, right? Kind of like I was talking about, is how do we have How is love in action? It's by having transformation, by actually showing up in people's lives, by giving them something, you know, seeing them, you know, letting them know they matter, holding their hand, you know, having, you know, food or something that they need available to them, showing them dignity, making sure they're cared for both in their physical needs and also in their spiritual needs, and that we see them as a human being. And that we're slow to anger or use harsh words, right? And so how do we do we do this, right? I think it's through the things I just said. And, you know, it's to keep showing up for people, to be part of other people's lives, to tell people and show people that they matter and that God does have a purpose for them. You know, how do we show them that? It's by supporting them and inviting them And, you know, being available to them, it's bringing them around, you know, it's all the things, but it's an action, right? It's the act of love. It's showing up in relationships, whether it's with a stranger or someone in our neighborhood, our community, someone we're just getting, you know, starting to meet, whether it's our friends, whether it's our enemies, but we're told, you know, to give the other person, you know, our shirt, provide for them. You know, so this is what I'm talking about. And it's in Luke 6 uh, 35 that says, But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. And obviously, I'm not saying that that is easy, I think it takes superhuman. Um, power. And I think that, that power, right, that ability to love people in this way, it comes from God. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, I do think that we have to keep asking for him to show up through us, for us to be that extension of love that he shows in the world. And, you know, today, that's all I wanted to come on and say is, how can we continue to try to just be a better version of love in the world? How can we go beyond our own human ability to love people with all of our ego and our hurt and our feelings and emotions and, well, what about me? Or I feel wronged, right? It's so easy to get in that place and I'm completely as guilty as the next of going there. You know, I try not to, we all probably try not to, but I get there, I go there, I have a pity party for myself plenty of times you know, or you don't put me first, right? For somebody else. And, and while I try to put my mind, shift my mindset back to being of service, right? To my family, to my friends, my community, you know, and the work I'm doing to strangers, it doesn't mean that I, we get it right. Right. But I keep asking God to show up in my life, to show up in that moment and to help me be that extension of love that he's asking us to be in the world. And for me, it's super promising, I think, to think about the type of love in the example that Jesus gave us throughout every story that he's in. You know, he, that is what he was, right? And first and foremost, he was love. And he was that, that connection or extension from us to God and still is. And so I would just ask you, as you go back out into the world today, how can you just be a better extension of love? are there people in your life that maybe you've just felt wronged by or not forgiven or angry or that have really ticked you off and you haven't been your best self as far as loving them. You know, you just felt like, why do I have to, right? They're kind of a jerk and I totally get it. You know, when I have those moments, I try to like talk myself back into a better state, right? Like the end of the day, it's not about me at the end of the day. It's not about my feeling or my hurtness. It's about how do I show up as best I can? And I know that takes the Holy Spirit interceding, if you will. So I just encourage you in your day, what is it each day in each moment that we can just do a little bit better job? Try not to lose our cool or ignore the person right in front of us that's in need of something, whether it's a helping hand, us to hold their hand, Maybe they need a ride to a medical treatment. Maybe they just need a someone to listen to them in a home-cooked meal. Whatever it is they need, you know, and maybe it's the people closest to us where they're so difficult in our lives that we have the hardest time loving. So I would just ask you, how can we let down some of our defenses and try to show up with the idea that love is an action and it's through our action that it's decided if we're showing up, like Jesus would. If we're showing up with love instead of all the other human things that we could be showing up in the world with. So that's it. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you back here for the next episode. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days christian encouragement inspiration to your inbox thanks again for listening to faith-fueled woman if you enjoyed the show we would love it if you would share it with a friend and if you would leave us a rating and review on apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people who spread more hope in the world thanks again for listening in